Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Swamp Patrol, it's the Swamp Patrol. Cassie Ho is dope and she's really hot. We're going to talk to her about her YouTube following and vlog a lot. It looks really interesting, but I know I can't do it because my body is broken and I am far too fat. Oh, wait. We got another verse. Dr. Drew, help me out. I can't. I, I, it's over. Okay. That's right. This is, uh, it came out okay. Yeah, <laughs> What's up? How how are you doing? I'm good. I am. I just worked out, and now I'm here. I'm excited to be on the podcast. What do you do when you work out? You say I just worked out. What does a what does a workout mm-hmm. for you look like? So it's different. It depends on what I'm feeling. Um, but like yesterday, I was on the ellip- uh, not the elliptical, the the stairmaster, doing like a booty routine while watching my favorite TV wow. show. And then today, I took a powerlifting class uh, to switch things up a little bit. And normally, I do hit, which is Pilates intense interval training. So it's like a hit workout with Pilates moves. So it just sort of depends. And sometimes I like dancing. I like to switch things up. I I love that you have the uh, the kind of diversity in your workout because I think that um, is important. But at the same time, do you ever get in the problem where you just do what feels best, therefore you're avoiding the stuff that you know is uncomfortable and might be the most beneficial? Because I, I know I do that where. I want to go to yoga because I know it's best for me, but I'm going to go and I'm going to deadlift 500 pounds because that's what's easiest and no. most comfortable. <laughs> well, it's also most rewarding. You know what I mean? Sometimes. It's, it's, yeah. It's not necessarily true because it's the most immediately rewarding, but I'll tell you, after an hour and a half of hot yoga, I feel like I could jump over the moon. I just don't – it's impossible <laughs> to get me in there. You know, I, I think you got to – find that intuitiveness inside and sometimes it's easy to do the thing that like feels the best but if you're not seeing progress or changes or whatever your goals are then you just got to get real with yourself and you know go to that class you don't want to go to and have an instructor kick your butt if you're not going to do it yourself um tell me about the the pit the pilates interval intense interval training that i i am not i'll be very honest i'm not the most well-versed in pilates i've done it and i know what it is but to me, yeah. like the movements and the and the holding, the static holding of these movements and the kind of slow and deliberate way in which you go about them seems so counterintuitive to be applied to uh, an interval, you know? How, how does that work? Right. 
So basically, uh, Pilates Intense Interval Training, it's a 28-minute workout. You have seven moves, and each move is done for 45 seconds with 15 seconds off. Um, you have four rounds. So that's how you get to the 28 minutes. And basically, I switch from a cardio to a body weight, to a cardio, to a body weight. And so you're really getting your fat burn in there with the cardio parts. And then maybe for the 45 seconds, you're holding a plank, or maybe you're doing cycling dips. And so it's actually such a great workout when you don't have equipment, when you're traveling, and every time it makes me sweat like crazy. And this, there's a YouTube video to go with this? Uh, yeah, and an app, actually. We just released an app called Pit Pocket, that's P-I-I-T Pocket, where you can drag and drop your own moves and create your own uh, timed workout, which is really, really cool. That is actually awesome, the, the application. And, and you don't need a Pilates equipment. You can do it in a hotel room kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just even if you want to just do it on your carpet, you don't even need a yoga mat. I mean, the whole point of Blogilates is to make working out accessible, easy, easy in terms of like the barrier to entry. Um, but then also making it fun for people because when working out feels like a chore, nobody wants to do it again. You got to make it enjoyable, like a hobby. So, you know, I, I have whatever my muscle composition is. Yeah. And I remember. You, you won't know anything about this, but there was a, a series of gym equipments called Nautilus. Of course I remember well, but the mm-hmm. Nautilus, but the Nautilus had a philosophy that Absolutely. came with it, which was 12 seconds up yep. or 8 seconds up, 12 seconds down. Uh-huh. And you had to – it was uh-huh. weird. It Arthur was, Jones and Nautilus, they, they were really on the cutting edge of that, that I, long, I got, progressive, and, right. and that high-intensity training. That's right, real- and, and – I've had trainers since that have sort of put me through motions that reminded me of all that were more a little more intense, uh, and I get nothing out of that. When you say you get nothing, nothing out, of, out that, of that, what does that mean though? It means I get this tremendous pump and this feeling of euphoria, and it's gone in uh-huh. thirty minutes, and it's like I didn't work out, and I get no progress no matter what I do. I, if I'm not doing heavy resistance, I don't go forward. Now I might be getting things out of it in terms of. Uh, uh, you know, sort of exercise capacity or maybe, you know, my mm-hmm. oxygen carrying or my ability to remove lactate is better or some, something is improving, but I don't, I can't, I can't put my finger on it. I don't notice it as compared to heavy resistance, which as you know, I resisted mm-hmm. that even too with Mark Bell. Yes. And when I went to that, it's like, okay, well this I do. It just, this, this just works just for me. Fits, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's something to be said for that. And I'd like, to keep uh, how, however, if I were traveling and it was between running mm-hmm. and doing something like what, um, what Cassie's, Cassie's talking about. I would do Cassie's program hands down. I like that. So if I'm looking for, just strictly speaking, an aerobic sort of an experience, although it's not outdoors, but I, I like this. Mm-hmm. How, but there's something to be said for that, though, Cassie. I mean, do you find that people yeah. are – I mean, like, you know, Dr. Drew and I, in, in kind of different ways, are yeah. very typical kind of just – muscle heads and you uh-huh. find resistance from guys in and i would imagine even gals that are so addicted to lifting weights and the idea of either uh-huh. hypertrophy or strength but but mike i i've gone down the path i've had done yoga fastidiously and i have lax joints super laxity so yoga is like a piece of cake mm-hmm. for me i don't yeah. feel anything and, and i've mm-hmm. gone down the road for years at a time of high intensity. Well, yeah. And then but, I immediately, yeah. then all of a sudden I drift over into heavy, I go, oh, okay. Well, this is, this is home. <laughs> this is home. This is where I get something out of it. But do you find resistance yeah. initially though from people who are so addicted to kind of alternative ways and, of training? And, and I bring this up not to be critical. I bring it up just in case somebody's uh-huh. thinking that in their head, by yeah. the way. So go ahead. 
Yeah, you know, I think it's about being able to be flexible and switch things up and knowing when your body needs that. So, like, for me, for example, I started working out with standard classic Pilates. And in the beginning, like, the first couple years, it really changed my body. Then I got really used to it. My core got really strong. And then I had to switch on to something else. I added in – I started doing sprints on a treadmill. And then, you know, I went into weightlifting. And I'm cycling around so that you're constantly challenging your body. And so I think it's really about giving your body uh, different ways to exercise so that you're working all sorts of different things. How did you develop such an insane following digitally? Um, It's well-deserved, and I I congratulate you. But there is is 20 of you and 20 male versions of you in every single town – (laughs) <laughs> and every single gym that would love to try to develop that kind of following, and they're all putting up pictures of their workout and their insane abs and ass all <laughs> over Instagram. But you've really, you've really managed to do something that's that's quite you know quite impressive. I mean, what was kind of the secret to to that development? And uh, pardon the long question, but also mm-hmm. wh- what is it? How did you not fall into the trap of a lot of online trainers? where mm-hmm. they're not really giving out content. They're more just showing off their body. Uh, okay. So lots of answers to your question. Yeah. Uh, the answer to the last question you asked is because I don't have that type of body. I don't have the luxury of being able to just take a picture of my butt and have people, you know, drool over it. I don't have that. I have a very small butt. Um, I'll be the judge of that. With... Go ahead and just send one over. I'll be the judge. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, it, also with my, my abs, I don't have like a visible six pack or anything, but I do have a strong core. And so for me, what works is the personality, it's the way you teach. And you're absolutely right. There are 20, uh, at least 20 instructors in every city in every town all over the world who, who wants to, you know, have that social media success. But Everyone can teach a crunch, but it's about how do you teach that crunch? How do you motivate people in a way that will get them to change their own body or to change their own mental health or whatever it is they're looking for? And so for me, it's always been about connecting with people, creating that trust and relationship. Um, and then obviously, people get their results. And for me, it's not about how I look. It's about what our community has done together and creating the relationships between the people who have used the program. And so that's why YouTube as my first platform in 2009 works because YouTube now it's considered like a long, um, long, long content platform. You know, videos are like five minutes, 10 minutes long and people get a chance to know me as an instructor, as a person. Whereas on Instagram, if you're, basically just judging me on my body like to be completely honest like I I don't measure up to those IG models whatever whatever you want to call them and so that's why YouTube is my home base and where I get to show my personality and really coach people because my whole thing is you've got to create valuable content otherwise don't create the content that's my opinion anyway so she's able to reach connect through the through the medium well and and that's honestly very admirable because um I would imagine it gets up. It gets at some points. It becomes a, a a scoreboard type thing where it's like really just gathering followers and gathering you know views on Instagram or excuse me on on YouTube. That becomes the end game. As and so the mm-hmm. fact that you're committed to 
to the content, you know, is impressive. And you say you look, it's not about I don't it's not about how I look. I can't imagine mm-hmm. as someone who was a female bodybuilder that that was always the case. Was there a time in your life where you did maybe in an unhealthy fashion become obsessed with how you looked? Oh, absolutely. It's so easy to compare yourself against all these people and be like, oh my gosh, I don't look like that, but I work out so hard and I eat so clean and yet this is my body. And it's taken years for me to accept that and accept that it's more than my physical shell. It's about what I can do and it's about getting stronger, really shifting my mindset. Um, Because yeah, there was a point in time back in 2012 when I did do a bikini competition because I wanted to see how far I could push myself physically. And within a matter of eight weeks and really hardcore training with a coach, lots of uh, egg white protein powder and broccoli and lots of heavy lifting, I lost about 15 or so pounds in eight weeks and like was at my leanest. But even then, like my abs were barely visible, just kind of like what my body was like. And when I stepped on stage, even though I was at my leanest, I was such a nasty person. Like my personality was not there. I was mean. I was hungry. And I honestly wasn't able to uh, connect thoughts even. I mean, like I, it was hard for me to run my business. Like I was so focused on the physical that I lost myself. And after the competition, competition, I, you know, I was like looking at stuff and was like, okay, all the girls who won had, you know, these big boobs, had this big butt. And I was like, actually contemplating, like, should I get breast implants so that I can really measure up? And luckily, my boyfriend and my family were like, Cassie, like, you really think about this? Like, who do you want to be? And does that actually, is that actually going to positively affect your career? Because we know that your career is what's important to you not like all this other vanity stuff and are you going to compete in competitions again? And then I, I ended up not getting the breast implants and I'm glad I did not because um, I'm really happy with my strength gains now. And I've just reshifted my focus and uh, found my progress somewhere else, which is cool. It's just an example of how easy it is to get swept up and stuff. Right. And it's, it's sort of extraordinary yeah, to me that, that she was able to see her way out. Absolutely. Because when you're that deep in it and you're wondering, is it going to make or ruin my career? I don't know how you see your way out. And I mean this – I, I want to say that before all the Me Too people start – like their ears perk up and start firing off an email. I, 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 I want to explain myself. It, it's, inc- it's way harder, I think, for a female. What is? To kind of find your way out of becoming body and image obsessive mm. because – there's just not that same pressure put on us guys, right? I don't. Though, I, though I, I don't there feel. is no yeah. correct. The, 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 I mean, people have written about that forever. You know that the the beauty and mm-hmm. weight and images of, that women have to consume are just ridiculous. And men, we're getting there. We're catching up. We sure <laughs> we're are. Up we sure it. are. And Instagram's not Instagram's not helping. But yeah. I still don't think like like I listen. I went through the same stuff, Cassie. Where when I was competing, I went into a, the wrong apartment. My brain was that fucked up and i mean literally walked into the yeah apartment. right it's crazy. um it's I, so crazy i drove uh i sat in the parking lot at k-rock because i drove to to work one day and i just sat in my car i didn't realize in like 20 minutes went by i was like oh shit where am i were you were you sleep deprived yeah. were you were you roided out i was I'll, I'll you okay you're so um hypocaloric that yeah. you can't sleep and there's you're so low carb you just can't get any sleep um i had clenbuterol coursing through my veins and i was um 
like 6% body fat. Your body doesn't work that well that way. You know, it just doesn't, it's not designed yeah. to work. And, and mm-hmm. here, here, we have a question on this insomnia. Let's, I'm going to bring it right now if you don't mind. Absolutely. Can I do that? This is from uh, Jonathan. He says, a good question for Swole Patrol. I was intermittent fasting for two months. Uh, loved it, but developed insomnia. I stopped fasting. It hasn't gone away completely. Used to sleep and nap great. I tried melatonin and magnesium. And uh, has helped at times, but any advice? So it may be the caloric issue for him. Yeah, absolutely. It is, but that doesn't mean – it's hard it's, to gauge. If you're really monitoring your calories, just stay within like a $500 – $500 calorie decrease. You start getting too much mm-hmm. more than that. It really – you start – 500 calorie decrease from what? From your basal metabolic rate. Okay. I don't know if he – it doesn't sound like he's – Oh, really yeah. Mine was – Mine was so crazy because I hired this coach um, that I was like, oh, he has great Yelp reviews. And I was eating a thousand calories a day and working out four hours a day. It oh was my crazy. God. Like, I, could, I know. And the crazy part was afterwards, I was so like mentally messed up thinking like I'm not good enough, all this stuff. So I'm going to go even harder. I'm going to do that second bikini competition and get it right this time. But I gave myself like a lit, just a little bit of brown rice, like just to add into my chicken breast and broccoli. And I started ballooning up for the next two years and like gained more weight than where I was at. Like my body was so messed up. And even like when I ate pizza, I would lose weight. And when I ate salad, I would gain weight. Like it was completely messed up. It was wild. I, I don't know how the metabolism works that way, but I found the same way. You know, I only competed twice, but both times. I looked way better the day after. Huh. I, w- I would go out, diet down to nothing. I would get shredded uh-huh. to the bone, and then I'd go out and I'd celebrate by having, uh, you know, 11 hamburgers with ice cream. Well, and I wake up the next morning and I looked awesome. Well, they're. You know, I. I heard that people will do that sort of thing, like have a Coke and brownie or something right before they get on stage to, like, really fill up. I've never tried anything well, they, like they, that. Some of it is the glycogen deposition of the yeah. muscle, right? So yeah. you just all of a sudden you're just, and, and fluid comes with that too. So veiny and swole. Mm. I look like yeah. a giant dick. <laughs> okay, giant. Dick. Um, <laughs> mean like an asshole or no, penis? like an actual penis or both? Was, my body was a giant <laughs> penis. Um, tell us about this um, national event that's going to be coming up. The uh, the 24 hour fitness is putting together the Pop Paradise. Before. Yeah. So basically, on August 25th. Um, Pop Pilates, my format, which is Pilates to Pop Music, we are pairing up with 24 Hour Fitness to offer free Pop Pilates classes um, all over the nation. And that day, our certified instructors, who you can sign up at the gym right now at your local 24 Hour Fitness, um, they'll be putting on a Pop Paradise party. So for those who come early, you'll get like a cute Hawaiian flower for your hair. And it'll just be like tropical themed, really fun way to end the summer. And um, it's a good way to get into the gym or take a class for free. You don't even need a membership. That's what that is. Yeah, sounds awesome. Thank you. Uh, we got to mm-hmm. take a real quick yeah. break. Our guest is Cassie Ho right now on the Swole Patrol. Like I said, one real quick break. I want to welcome True Niagen to the show. True Niagen, of course, is a dietary supplement designed to boost a key cellular resource called NAD, or nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. A lot of research today on NAD. While the science is preliminary, studies are really showing some promising results. I've been watching this carefully. And what's exciting about these studies, it indicates the research suggests that increased NAD levels may potentially help with cellular metabolism, regulate circadian rhythm, and they're even hopeful that it may slow the effects of aging. I take it because the research looks very compelling. Again, these studies are all very early. The science, though, is impressive. Biohacking community has gotten on board with this. 
and I've been intrigued by the possibilities surrounding NAD and the research behind True Niagen, I suggest you check out their website for yourself. Back in June, I had the chance to speak with the company's chief scientific advisor, Dr. Charles Brenner, here on this podcast, and it was a fascinating discussion that really piqued my interest in all the possible applications for a product like this. Definitely check out that episode, and to learn more about the research, science, and the True Niagen supplements, visit drdrew.com slash trueniagen. That's my site, drdrew.com slash T-R-U-N-I-A-G-E-N, trueniagen. Welcome back to the one and only Swole Patrol. Our guest is the woman behind Blogilates at blogilates.com. She has 500 million views on her YouTube uh, videos that she has put up. And we have already gone over that she believes in content over just booty pics, which is something I – honestly, I it sounds silly, but um, nowadays that's really important yeah. because there, we live in a very <laughs> weird fitness world. Um. Where? You know what's so funny? You know, I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, as a woman, I noticed that there's this specific booty picture shot stance where you stand with one leg behind the other. The other one's in front. You do like this crazy twist and all the girls' butts like look super huge. So funny because I tried that just for fun to see what I would get. I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but if you look on Instagram, there's this one specific shot that everybody takes. It's so weird. You're right. No, it's you're exactly. They scissor the legs and they twist the at, like yep. the, at the torso, the mid torso. There, they do. Is it a selfie or the- no? Sometimes, sometimes the the upper selfie where you get like the down view of the booty. Another thing is so strange is like how that has become the marquee body part, and the them titties have gone yeah. by the wayside. Well. It, it, it some of it people would argue is cultural appropriation. We've we've started to make, you know, African American body types have become more more idealized. Okay, that's not cultural appropriation. That's boners finally getting a chance to speak for themselves. <laughs> I'm, <just saying. laughs> I'm telling you, man. We talked about it on the, this life. Finally, straight men have control of the uh, the images that they get to view, as opposed to gay males and straight women and, and straight women who are controlled the fashion industry and magazine industry. Now guys have control, and they go and they're like, "Oh, I don't, I don't need this size zero. That shit out of my face." But but then now they're all they're going the other direction now, where they're sort of exaggerating symptoms. Yeah, it gets out of control. Parts. Then yeah. you get Iggy Azalea, and yeah. she looks like a, yeah. a minotaur. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, every, every okay. what, 10, 20 years, we're going to get a new body part that's going to be the new obsession. I mean, back in the 90s, it was big boobs. Now it's a big butt. In the 20s, you've got looking like a boy figure, very skinny, no chest, no hips. And and then in the Renaissance times, it's the more voluptuous you are, it means the richer you are and more attractive you are. Like, it's just always changing. It, it's we- I, I cannot explain it. I don't know what, what, what it is that, that creates that change. It's hard to explain. It is hard to explain. I mean, it's you know, easy it's, to say, it's, oh. me, it's media. It, and like you're right in saying that now with the media switching over to social media, now you get a bigger opinion instead of the opinion of magazine editors and, you know, uh, TV people, what they think should be hot. Well, and now the people are choosing. For, and for so males, I think that's why you had this shift. For males, there's a, for males, I really believe there's sort of a window from like 12 to 14 where they form their preferences. And what they're seeing, of course, must help you know form that preference. But it's not mm-hmm. strictly speaking what rains down to them because they they sort of they move in one direction or another always. So it's weird. Yeah, because then you get married and then you want what your wife isn't. I not my. 
I know. Ooh. Well, not me either. Yeah. But that's why, because I got two chances. <laughs> um, uh, Blogilates.com again, the website. And then uh, on YouTube, you can find her by looking for Cassie Ho at Cassie Ho. Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. At Blogilates on Twitter. Um, I, I One last question. You talked about how, you know, you work into your exercise routine, some powerlifting. Have you found it incredibly <laughs> difficult to get through to mostly women that you as a very petite, muscular, thin woman need to deadlift and squat and bench press and all these things that are typically associated with hulking, massive, you know, linebackers? You know, I feel like the specific audience that I have, they're not scared of the usual, oh my gosh, if I, if I lift a 10 pound weight, am I going to turn into the Hulk? Like we don't have that mentality in our community because we've shifted our focus to getting stronger, whatever that means with how your body looks. And so recently I've been sharing my uh, weighted routines in addition to my Pilates routines. And people are really liking that. Hey, like she's trying something new. Like this is cool. And it gets them more comfortable to get into the gym. Um, Also a lot of my, my fans, start working out at home and so they really just want something that is accessible to do and so the next step for them when they get into the gym they're just like how do I go into that squat rack and not feel intimidated it's for us it's dealing with different issues it's more about confidence instead of being like oh my gosh I'm gonna look like a man I wonder if we should go over some of the some basic exercises that she you know some some basic recommend recommendations that is a to, it's not a bad point to sort of motivate yeah. people to go to, to her if they're interested in the youtube page yeah if you were going to give it like a let's you know i want to say a daily breakdown but you've already talked about how it can change from day to day if you were to mm-hmm. if you were to construct a perfect week of training what would it look like mm. um well in, for me or for a beginner or what are we talking about an average person. Yeah, I would say that a big beginner to 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 Some, somebody who's, who likes working out and is sort of exploring different techniques. Okay, got it. So we have a free workout calendar on our blog, blogalates.com, where I give you either a um, 28-day program or 30-day program where we focus on a different muscle group every single day. There's also rest day involved in the week. And so it might be like Monday upper body, uh, Tuesday is button legs. And so this is already set out in a calendar and you get to check off different YouTube videos every single day. And so if you check all of that off, you're like set and ready to go. So some of the days may uh, include some cardio and hit. Some may be straight up just like body weight exercises. But again, all of these can be done from home. So for the beginner, that's a really great way to get started without feeling intimidated, um, without having anyone like watch you. And also for the more intermediate advanced people, just don't do any of the modifications and you will sweat like crazy and be sore for sure. Awesome. And that is, again, blogilates.com. You can find all of that there. Uh, Cassie, I really appreciate talking to you. It was really fun. Thank you, guys. Cassie Ho, thank you so much. So we have some time for some questions. I hit up the good old Instagram, and uh, on my Instagram story, I said, hey, who's got questions for Swole Patrol? And a bunch of people came through. So, Dr. Drew, let's let's, uh, go to it. Uh, Where did Stinky Pinky go? Nowhere in my brain. Did you see a fentanyl sentinel? That's a great one. 
Now, what would it be, though? What would fentanyl sentinel be? It would be opiate, opiate drug, opioid, harbinger, crier. It's yeah, sentinel's the sentinel's hard. hard. Sentinel's yeah, hard man. Yeah, I'm short and stout, built like a brick. I want to lean out. Is weight training right for me? Absolutely. Um, complex movements is I can't recommend whether you're gaining weight, losing weight, uh, strength or hypertrophy. Focusing on complex movements that involve numerous joints and activity and involve a lot of um, uh, 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 really engage a lot of musculature at one time. And get, get the good. get the swole meat program going. Yeah, dude, go for it. I I I'm not a carnivore diet promoter. I'm not oh, a full fledged. Why? Why? Because I don't think that we can't really say it yet. You can't really. We don't know. Right. I just and I also think that there's no upside for me after you put me on it. No, no, no. I did not. I put yes, you on you a, on a, in a more meat based ketogenic diet. Doesn't mean I necessarily am a full on carnivore. Yes, yes. Right, right. I I think there's a lot of value in the micronutrients and yes, in the yes. fiber that comes with green vegetables. Yes. I'm a big Agreed. believer. Agreed. Now, basing everything around a, a higher fat, higher protein diet, I think is very, very, very smart. I don't think going full Sean Baker and eating nothing but meat and yeah. water is yeah. what's necessary. Do you see that Jordan Peterson's doing that too? Now? I do. And yeah. he's getting great results. And I, listen, I'm, I'm nor am I qualified to poo-poo that. I'm saying for my personal belief. I actually, I actually have mental benefits physiological psychological benefits yeah. to having more plant matter in yeah, my in I get my that. I uh, get diet it. so what workouts can i do to crush my love handles i i recommend the number one for your love handles the number one diet or excuse me the number one exercise i can recommend is called uh is called table push and you actually sit down at the table to eat more food and push the table away from you because that's the only thing that really gets rid of your love handles and that's diet you can yeah, train all you want. But but be careful. Don't focus on it too much because you can actually get body dysmorphia just focusing on that. Fine. But you ask some people just the question, have a pad there, and that's the way it goes. Well, yeah. But if his question is how can I crush my love handles, there's not it's not about it's not about exercise. It's really about diet. Yeah. Now, of course, exercise is a very useful adjunct, and I would recommend, just like I said to the last question, um, you compound exercises and mix in interval training. You know, really, if weight loss and body fat losses is a priority, day one. This is you know, this is what I do, and I feel like that's a a priority for me is body fat loss and muscle maintenance more so than getting bigger. Day one, so let's say just on a week, it'd be Monday. Monday, I do resistance training, uh, complex movements, um, only maybe three or four exercises in a workout for me. Um, day two, interval training. Day three, rest. Repeat. So Monday, weight training. Tuesday, interval training. Wednesday, rest. Thursday, the cycle starts all over. And that's how I go. That's how I live my life. And um, You do all that grappling and stuff. I was going to say, I, I engage in a lot of other physical activity above and beyond my, ex- my just exercise for my physique. Yeah. But I think that if you're not doing that, um, it doesn't matter. I think that's a, a great way to balance it out. And, and if you're looking for, like I said, body fat loss with muscle retention, that seems to be – it works for me, and I recommend it. Yep. Um, and then just don't eat so much, man. That really is – a lot of it is made of – you know, Dr. Drew's seen great results on, on a, a meat-based diet. Yeah. And, uh, 
and so is Dr. Baker, and so is Jordan Peterson. And I'm not poo-pooing that. What I will say is that one thing goes, whatever diet works for you, you got to stop eating so goddamn much. People, they always, yeah, the but, number but, one question you know, people always. Yeah, but the one, the one thing that, that all the diet research shows is if you're starving all the time, you're going to eat. Right. And so you do have to find ways of managing that. One of the biggest factors I say when people talk about what diet should I follow. Yeah. I go, first off, you got to find out what's right for your body chemistry. Secondly, sustainability. Yeah. It's a big factor. Sustainability is key. If you're not going to intermittent fast, if you're not going to go 16, 18 hours without eating, you just can't because of who you are, then don't do it. If you prefer to eat five, six smaller meals, then so be it. I know that doesn't work for me. No. If you are someone who uh, knows you need carbohydrates or else you, you just get, it, life is miserable, well, then eat. But if you don't know that until you've tried to substitute it with something else. I mean, I love carbohydrates, but I feel a lot better without them. My love. Yeah. But it's, I'm, like, I'm like you with some people JD don't, with whiskey. Some people don't feel a lot about, uh, a lot better without it. I'm just saying. I'm yeah, just saying. You've got to experiment a little bit to know yeah. the difference. And if you want to be vegan, be vegan. But whatever works for you. I'm just saying there's one key factor that goes with all diets. You can't fucking eat till once you're full, you can't keep going. <laughs> just doesn't work that way you need to have some self-restraint and get to understand what it's like to not overfeed yourself yes for sure and that listen that goes for you 20 year old 22 year old guys that want to bulk up there's this common misconception like pro bodybuilders will do it and you think that that's going to work for you one it's not they have amazing genetics and they use more steroids than you can ever dream of so don't do the, I'm going to gain 85 pounds. Oh, 56 pounds of it's fucking pure blubber. And then I'm going to shred down and I'm going to keep all that muscle. No, th- listen, it doesn't work for the non-genetically gifted and the guy who isn't taking 5,000 milligrams of testosterone every week and washing it down with human growth hormone. That's how that shit goes. <laughs> so take Flex Magazine and wipe your asshole with it. Because that's, I mean, honestly. Well, I can take a bunch of DECA and yeah, or, <laughs> or, steroid out. Or. Hit me up on Instagram. I'll give you a cycle if that's what you want to do. But that, don't don't conflate the two. Yeah. Is my que- is my point. Um, understand that your your human body is designed in a way so that when you're full, you're full. And frankly, if you want to lose body fat, you got to stop before you're full. You got to leave a little left in the tank, and it sucks. Absolutely sucks. Let's go back to more questions. I want to eat all this. I want to eat all this food here, but I can't. Yeah. Why? Why can't you? Or why do you want to eat it? You better eat it. No, I ate enough. He can take some with him if he wants. I'll, believe me, I'll eventually get to that. I, I just, I, I plow through stuff as the day the days go on. So, uh, let's see. I ate all the bacon. I noticed. Not that. a question, he but a comment. Sausage. Tell Doctor Drew that Costco has high quality ribeye for nine ninety nine a pound. Ooh. New York strip for seven ninety nine a pound. He's always saying how expensive meat is, and it really isn't. If you go to Costco, okay. buying the grass fed stuff right. at Whole Foods is expensive, though. I oh, can't I see Drew at Costco. First of all, well, the, the, I, I, I here's the issue: time is as important as cost. <laughs> and going to Costco and yeah. loading up and having room in a freezer and that kind of stuff. That's I all. May have I won't to do go it, back. Though. I won't go back because an Asian lady asked me to bring her cart. To her car because she thought I worked there. <laughs> Just like the first brown person. But, uh, but we use butcher box, butcher box. Butcher Box. Butcher Box ribs. Yeah, it's a great inexpensive way to deal with it. So do that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yep. Um, so those are the questions I have. Do you have any email questions? I do indeed. We have uh, a question here. Let me grab it up. Uh, this is a 39-year-old female. Lost too much weight. No, I don't know. 
What are your thoughts about alternating weightlifting programs throughout the week? This is from Ethan, I think it is, or Eaton. Um, five by five. Last name Beaver. Yeah, five by five, two days a week. Eaton higher ups with manageable weight three times a week. <laughs> two days of five, three, one, et cetera. Often I find myself going overboard when I work the same muscle twice a week with just one. I don't understand it. I don't understand the question, but I feel like he's answering the question well, in the, well, in the well, question. He's, he's, it works for him to alternate. What the are your thoughts about intensity. alternating weightlifting programs throughout the week? Five by five, two days a week, and higher. No, it's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. You can't do five, three, one on two days and five by five on an, another couple days. That's not the, those programs are designed to meet certain and, and criteria. How do, get, how do you get all the muscle groups done too? Well, and it's just not. It's not the way that it does. It's a terrible idea, Ethan. Stick to one. Five through five through one program is awesome. The four day option, if you have the availability of the four four day option of five three one is damn near perfect for most people. So there you go. All right. Uh this is first I want to say I'm a subscriber to Soul Patrol. This is from Mike. Uh I want work for an airline and we get random drug tests. I am a jujitsu practitioner. I would like to take C B D for pain. Do you know if C B D would show up in the drug test? That's a good question. It is a I good don't question. Know. I would. I, I think you'd know I, better than I. I, I. It depends on what test they're doing, right? Yeah. And it could show up. I would check with your EP, your uh, employee assistance program. Yeah. And see what they're doing and get through with that. My bet is that anything, any the airlines are so stringent. Uh, is that what he said? He's a hair airline. Work? Yeah. Let's just let's yeah. just. The, the answer is no. Don't take yeah. it. Yeah. Why take a chance? I I'm a, I think CBD is great. Don't take a chance, dude. Get yourself awesome curcumin. Um, an awesome curcumin supplement. It works great. I recommend curcumin to anyone who has any joint pain or any pain from if you're an MMA fighter or something. Uh, curcumin there, is awesome. There's also a uh, omega three fatty acid program, a four to one ratio. I think four to one Ma- ratio yeah. Omax, of EPA to, to DHA. Yeah, uh, uh, Omax has that in its in its product. Yeah, but I believe they have CBD in there. No, no, no. They have one without. They have one without. Yeah, okay. uh, and well, if they do, check it out. But uh, Anyway, the idea is the four to one is better, yeah. good for joints. So that's and a diet good. that diet that that helps with inflammation is going to help. And there's nothing wrong with Tylenol. Well, what? it fucks up your stomach. Some people Tylenol doesn't it fuck up your no, stomach? No, everything else does. Tylenol does not. Okay, Tylenol fucks up your liver if you're drinking or take too much. Otherwise, it's harmless. How much really. is too much? More than a thousand milligrams three times a day. It should be max. And if you're drinking really much of any alcohol. You shouldn't be sustaining that. You can tolerate it, but shouldn't be taking it all the time. But we have rheumatoid arthritis patients that take that for decades. No problem. All right. And, and, we, and the anti-inflammatories, the non-steroidals, have all kinds of issues with them. And aspirin can have some issues too. But okay. Tylenol is harmless. All right. There you go. All That's right. good advice. From a doctor. Uh, hey there. Uh, tried, trying the, I've tried the keto diet. I've been getting a lot of cramping. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Really, you're very, very low in your electrolytes. You got to uh, up the get some good sea salt, up it in there, or get an uh, electro- hydrolyte. Hydrolyte. Let's say get a good uh, low sugar electrolyte product. And I, I'll tell you what, and that Theraworks stuff that that I've been using, it, it actually is good for cramping. If you if you're what if is you're, Theraworks? It's a foam. It actually changes the blood supply, at the surface of the muscle, nice. and uh, what it was. What, what happens when you put it in your dick? Don't. It was a. It, well, it helped like my. 
it's not texting ache. thumbs and it's not ache it's not for aching it's for it's for spasm muscle spasm oh, that's know. what he's talking about and and they here's what they were it was it was to control staff and wrestlers okay because uh, it, it was used in children in ICUs and things for all kinds of things for for uh, for infection control and they started using it for staff for MRSA on wrestlers yeah. and they noticed they had improved recovery time and no cramping. And so they started studying that, and lo and behold, it, it does work for that. So. And is it also an anti uh it's over the counter? No, no, but is it also? I mean, does it also get rid of MRSA and stuff like that? Is yeah, it also, okay. yeah, yeah. It, well, they get rid of no, but not get but rid of, but it will help transmission. Yeah. yeah, okay, awesome. Yeah, so for you, the, for you, for your uh, grappling, I'm and stuff, always worried about staff. Oh, put this stuff on. I use a special soap. The whole thing. Oh, this is great. This yeah. is great. They use it in the ICU seriously for awesome. babies and stuff. So. Uh, all right, that's my. Those are my questions. Good. That was a good little tag. Good right Swole there. Patrol. Hey, everybody! It is the Swole Patrol podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Mike Catherwood, and Dr. Drew is at Dr. Drew. Of course, join the email list today. Send your questions. DrDrew.com/slash/contact and put Swole at the top of the email so we can get your comments. And this will get you a weekly email reminder with a link to this show and all the great shows that Dr. Drew and I do and all the shows that Dr. Drew does by himself and, of course, with Adam Carolla, the great ace man. Please tell a friend and subscribe on iTunes. Don't forget to rate us five stars. And on Podbean or Google Play, all three help us out. We also are on YouTube slash Dr. Drew and uh, hope you can give us all your comments, even if they're if you're a troll and you want to destroy our feelings and our emotions. Support our sponsors and the show. Click on the banners on drdrew.com for the links for special discounts for the products Dr. Drew and I endorse 100%. Send questions and comments to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Swole Patrol Podcast, or on Twitter at Swole Patrol Pod. And uh, be good. Be swole. Hashtag Swole Patrol.